0: Blob Talk Radio See, I've been watching you for a while smiling style But I know I can be with you for the night All right Is that all right? Baby Baby
1: Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet, Evolution Radio.
2: So it's not selfish to put yourself first. No, it's self it's full It's self-full to be first, to be as good as possible to you, to take care of you, to keep you whole and healthy. That doesn't mean that you disregard everything and everyone, but you want to come with your cup full, you know? My cup runneth over. Yeah. What I comes guess. out of the cup is for y'all. What's in the cup is mine. But i got to keep my cup full. Don't we do that? Don't we take on other people's stuff and make it about us when we don't know that we matter? When you don't know you matter, you will make somebody else crazy about you. You got your own stuff to handle. You don't have to take on anybody else. You know, there isn't a person you can ask in the world at some point where they didn't say, you know, I just find it difficult to trust people. Right. But what you say, that's not really the issue. No. Learning to trust other people. No. The it's real issue is... Trusting yourself. Trusting yourself that you're going to make the right choices. Trusting yourself that you can hear that voice and follow it. Trusting yourself that when people betray you, abandon you, don't acknowledge you, you will... I'll be okay. Yeah. I'll be
0: okay. What about
2: boundaries? People violate you when you don't have clear boundaries because you don't tell them how to behave in your life. And they run amok. They run amok because you don't have clear boundaries. You know, a lot of people hold secrets about themselves from their family. Guilt and shame, guilt and shame. And teaching people how to be people, love people, and respect people enough to tell them the truth. Okay,
0: okay. Tell them the truth. Okay.
2: Here's a big story I wish everybody, I'm just a single mom and I can't. Don't, that story is not helping you. That may be a reality. Here's the, here's the principle. State the facts, speak the truth. Here's the fact. I'm raising children without the benefit of a partner. That's the, that's the fact. Here's the truth. Right where I am, the fullness of God is, and me and God is a majority. Most of us have a death urge. And we see the guy coming, warning, slap, right in the middle of his head. And we said, oh, I'm a it." I'ma change it. I'ma reshape it. And we gotta understand love <laughs> doesn't have to fix you, change it. When you see crazy coming, cross the street. Cross <laughs> <Down laughs> the street. Hi, YouTubers.
1: Don't even think about changing the station. You're listening to the bottom line with your host, Joey L. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joelle, where remedy meets preparation.
3: And that, in fact, this is our land. So beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom and understand the difference between a court and a courtroom, that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe in fact that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom, when in fact that's not true. And I would like to share with you tonight, regardless of your religious persuasion, what law really is. Law, And as Muslims would say, all law is A-L-L, space L-A-W, all law, all law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled. And when you hear the term all law, all law is God, all right? That is also what we would say in lawful terms, a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law because God means governmental ordinance departments. There is no comparison. Now, who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And I was, as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look up the definition of emancipation and proclamation, and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. What it did was standardize slavery, the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery, that all of the other nations around the world, as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states, then they were able to issue statutes, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them, and a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law, it is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the commonwealth of pennsylvania incorporated all right now a code is not a law the united states codes the code of the laws of the united states of america that are used in federal court and the supreme court are not law they are what they say they are they are codes ordinances and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation that calls itself the city of Philadelphia, an ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions, all right? And the reason they are not law is because The only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity. And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of the corporation, which is a nonprofit that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract, and as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is, right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right, then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards, but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the Statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions... Those codes, those statutes do not apply to you because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things to place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day and every time you fill out a form you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is, it's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Every, anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now, the fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because and and. To be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person at law. And how we write that is this. Can I have a that's working Can you bear with me for a minute and let me put this on to face that? I can't. Can you all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court. Pro se. Pro se meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a... Got that? Pro se cuter. a prosecutor, because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in appropriate persona, say in their criminal allegations, The prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law, the issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As, much as the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record, on the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty, we come in with the Constitution we signed with them, and understanding that the Constitution is a contract. It's
1: You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution.
4: You know, having problems with money does not always mean that you lack money. A, a lot of people who have a lot of material money have a lot of problems with it. And, you know, that's the reason sometimes people will say, oh, no, I don't think I want a lot of money because I've seen people with a lot of money have a lot of problems with it. Well, I'll tell you, I'd rather have the problems of having money than the problems of not having it. Ha, <laughs> You hear the old jingle, things go better with coke, things go better with money, even trouble.
0: <laughs>
4: even trouble goes better with money.
0: <laughs>
4: so don't knock money. You see, that's another thing. And uh, this is why you, ne- you need to get the, the Master of Money course, because it tells you things to say about money and things that you're ne- never to say about money. By the way, I'm going to give you this word. Here is a terrible word that a lot of people, almost everybody uses concerning money that you need to wash right out of your vocabulary. Are you ready for this one? Okay, put it on the board for me, Terry. Write it big. You are never, ever again to say this about money. You can write it right under there, right right on the side somewhere. Never again say something. Spend money. Spend means it's gone. I've gotten rid of it. I'm not gonna see it anymore. Is that what I've been saying? Yes. You when you say spend every every as long as the thought is formed in your mind, spend money, you are dismissing money from you. You're saying, get out of here, money. Don't ever think that way again. Now, let's have some confession and absolution here. Yes, we do have confession here, but we don't let you come into a booth and do it.
0: This is for you, you, my number one. This is for you, you, my number one. My number one <kids> yeah, this, this is for you You My number one Spotlight Big stage 50,000 fans made it away. Party guard Limousines This is the way I see you in my I'm flash 100 pictures of you, you know my bedroom wall. I'm a kid again. feel like 13. But I mean, since we fell in love, fell out number one Never leave your world, treat you like a diva till you're the whole one star.
1: Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution.
5: Although outright warfare against Virginia's Indians had ended, a different threat emerged in the early years of the 20th century. The Racial Integrity Act, championed by state lawmakers and officials like Walter Plecker, challenged their very identity as a people. The Plecker era was truly one of the darkest times for Native people in Virginia. But I think it's critical for us to think about what was the genesis of the the ideology that Plecker was um, a proponent of and it's really uh, the eugenics movement the eugenics movement was a pseudo-scientific movement and we say pseudo-scientific today because we find that the science that they were proposing is not what we today would honor as scientific in, in any way Um, The eugenics movement has a direct link to the descendants of Charles Darwin. They somehow made the leap to these notions about racial purity. What is best for each race is racial purity. Plecker and his friends convinced the Virginia legislature to adopt Very restrictive legislation in 1924 is called the Racial Integrity Act. With this legislation, it was decreed that there were only two possible categories. One is white, which means a person, you check that you're white if you have white ancestry, Caucasian ancestry, and absolutely nothing else. The other category is everybody else, and that's colored. So this was very hard on Virginia's indigenous community because, in a sense, it wipes away their identity. Their identity on paper, their ability to describe themselves as Indian was not possible in the state of Virginia until 1968 when the U.S. Supreme Court forced Virginia to repeal the law.
6: have a big plan? Um, yes, i got a big
7: plan. To, I'm going to be to, leaving the world soon. No, no, before
6: you leave. No, before you leave. That's my big plan. No, no, because be, be, you're doing valuable work. Do you have a plan of how we could make civilization better, more humane? Yes, or, uh, yes,
7: okay. education. Quite simply, read and study and turn off the television, turn off all the silly nonsense of government. Mm-hmm. And it's just incredible nonsense. And start educating yourself. The United States federal government is a privately owned company. A, it's a corporation.
6: The whole government.
7: Of course. It's, a private, it's like General Motors, Ford Motor Company, uh, Sears. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, a, left- it's a privately owned, but see, most people don't understand. The United States government is a corporation. It is a privately owned company. Who owns? It? Oh, well that's different. Now you're getting. Now, <laughs> now yeah, you the right question. Right. Who owns? So <clears throat> so there's a world of difference between the United States and the word United States of America. Oh, really? United States of America is a republic. Uh-huh. It's based on the con uh, the 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 bringing together of 48 Separate countries. Each Um, each state in this union is a separate country. Okay. And so you're crossing over from California to Nevada is like crossing over from France to Spain. Right. And so you can't do things in Nevada you can do in California. You you, can't do things in in New York that you can do in Florida. The
6: United States is the recognition of separate countries, but the United States of America. Those
7: are United States. So, but each one's a state, like uh, like the state of Virginia is like the state of Israel. Right. It's a country. It's referred to as a state. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's a world of difference between, <clears throat> there's a world of difference in words and law. I mean, When you go to court, there's a very big difference between a trial by jury or a jury trial. doesn't mean the same thing. Uh There's a very big difference between California State and the State of California. doesn't mean the same thing. It doesn't? No, no.
6: What's the difference to that?
7: Cal State is the state we Uh call California. That's the state. Uh But State of California is different. That has nothing to do with California. That's the federal government operating within the confines of the State of California. Uh So any time you see the state of that means it's a federal corporation operating within California. But California is called Cal State. That's why you have California State University, California State, this, and California State. That's California. But state of California is the federal government.
6: Mm -hmm. Do people know that DeLorean is? No, 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 no,
7: no. People don't know any of this. None of this. Nobody, (laughs) Because it doesn't have anything to do with football. So who the hell needs to know about any of this stuff? I need to know because I don't like being played for a fool. Yeah. I want to know who's running this country. You don't
6: want to be manipulated.
7: I I I, don't, I refuse to be manipulated. I want to know exactly who's doing what. I want to know how they're doing it and how are they messing with my mind and my money and my family. Mm-hmm. So I want to know. 99% of people I run into, they couldn't care less as long as the beer's cold and football's on. They don't care.
6: But when people vote <coughs> for like a president, what is
7: happening? Or you go to the polls. What is a poll? I mean, okay. you, a poll is when you take, a, you take a consensus of the people. Which one of these fruitcakes do you want to bow down to and give your money to? Do you want this group all here or that airhead here or this dingaling over here? Right. We just want to know the basic concepts. What, what, which one do you people like?
6: It obviously doesn't
7: <clears throat> seem to matter. They all work for me, so it doesn't matter. But But, uh, right. but to make you people happy, would you rather have a woman over here? Would you rather have a black guy? Or would you rather have this uh, old white man? Which one would you like? Nothing
6: uh, changes. You mean, Obama says. Like, it doesn't matter because yeah, yeah. I
7: own them all anyway.
6: Right. It's who, just who, business. Who Come on, I, this you, is the mob. Who is the mob? We're
7: talking. We're talking the mafia here. Well, we're who, talking who, the underworld. Who,
6: who are these people? You know, the the, the Illuminati, the. Um, just
7: business. Nothing personal. Don't take this personal.
6: <laughs> but there's someone behind it.
7: That oh, you bet there is. Huh? Yeah. But they're in yes. Europe. They are. Yeah. Tune in
1: every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L on Evolution Radio.
7: I've always been interested in the occult. Occult is simply a word meaning hidden. And so much of our powers in this world and the way things work are are hidden. And uh, the more one looks at this subject of how the world actually works, You begin to see that there's a magical system. And I'm telling you, there really is a magical system dominating the world of the Western civilization. To go to the basis, the fundamental foundation on which things sit in order to understand, begin to see how magical use of words and terms and symbols are used. You need to start looking at the world of the occult in politics, and religion. And the powers that be in this world have set up a world of symbols and emblems and terms and catchphrases. And once you understand how this system works, it's fascinating because for the first time, the world opens up to you a whole new perspective on how government works, on how banks work, on how institutions and education, it is very well planned, organized, and directed. There is a hidden agenda, so to speak. And it's been my uh, desire to uncover this. And once you begin to see the symbols and realize that the symbols for the national coats of arms for countries, the flags, the seals, the presidential seals, the emblems for the logos and emblems on corporate uh, corporations especially the, uh, the the corporate emblems for motion pictures and television companies like columbia broadcasting system cbs has the eye the colombian uh, system goes back to the colombian faction of the illuminati back in the early 1700s not the late 17 And I set up a system of merchant banking and had their Phoenician Canaanite symbols and words connected to their societies, their banking societies. We're talking about in in the Middle East. And then through the Greece and ultimately through Rome and then into Britannia and ultimately into this country comes an ancient Druidic Phoenician Canaanite magical system of finance, government, education. And all of it is right in front of you. But if you don't understand what the words are and what the words mean, you're never going to figure out how uh, this stuff works. And incidentally, where, where do you find a bank? We go to banks all the time. Where do you find a bank? Banks are on both sides of a river. They're called river banks. What does a river bank do? It directs the flow of the current. currency. Your money is referred to as the current. See. This is why when you go to court, you have the current electricity because it's the juice. And if you don't have the juice, you don't have it. So if you don't have the juice, you can't capitalize. And the capital is a Latin word meaning money. Consequently, Caesar ruled from what was referred to in history books. Caesar ruled from up on the hill. It was called Capitol Hill, Capitoline Hill. With the Senate, you need to understand that Washington, D.C., as a Jesuit Catholic establishment under international maritime admiralty law, and once you begin to see how the system of the ancient uh, Catholic system, the Jesuits, the ancient Roman Empire, the Phoenician Canaanite banking system, is all part of a world-dominating system again I'm saying you better do your homework you need to understand that according to the old Phoenician Canaanite system which we call today our judicial educational and judicial system there is no law in this country or in the western world no law federal state county city commercial It makes no difference there is no law on the books anywhere in this country that applies to you as an individual creature. There is no law. They have no control over you, your flesh and blood self. But somebody has to control this show, and so consequently the ancient Phoenician Canaanites developed a a system by which they would assign to every person a second you. And this is the way it works in America. There is two of you Consequently, The system has made each one of you a corporation. And how, how now do you distinguish which one, uh, when someone's addressing you, that they're addressing you as the one that your mother gave birth to, or the corporate you? For Every piece of important bills, insurance, driver's license, identification uh, taxes I don't care what it is if it's a piece of business period and any kind of way shape or form your name must by law international maritime admiralty banking law your name must appear in all capital letters when you sign your name upper and lower case that is applying to your body. Your, spell, your flesh and blood self is spelled, according to British and American law, upper and lowercase, capital letter, lowercase. That's you, your personal self. There is no law that can be applied to an upper and lowercase name, period. Pass and read on a check what, what is said where you sign your name. That's why the attorneys tell you, you better check the small print. The Bible of business on the earth. Uniform commercial code. Uniform commercial code is based directly on Vatican canon law, on the Roman canon law. Consequently, when a ship pulls into port, it pulls in and stops in its its berth. The ship is now in its berth. Because it is on the law of the high seas, or commercial maritime, UCC commercial law, rules the seas. So when the ship pulls into its berth, the first thing the captain must do is to present a certificate of manifest to the port authorities, which means that the port authorities need to know how much is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much are you bringing into our economy? So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept, that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore, you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. I'm telling you that until you understand the laws, the symbols, the emblems, what these words mean, you're never going to suspect how far gone we really are. Did you know, for instance, that your birth certificate, is a security on the stock exchange in the new york stock market did you know that because if you order your birth certificate get a new one order your birth certificate it only cost you sometimes it's free it only only cost you a few dollars order your birth certificate on your birth certificate all birth certificates in this country on the bottom it will tell you this is printed on security papers do not accept if not on full color security paper then on the right-hand corner, you will always have a series of numbers, red numbers, printed on the, on the birth certificate. Those numbers are a security stock exchange number on the World Stock Exchange. You go to any good stock uh, office and ask them, check these numbers in your computer and see how much this stock is worth, the certificate. And they will check it on the New York Stock Exchange and find you. Your birth certificate is a stock on the stock exchange in America. Why? Because you are worth money to the international bank that bought you in 1930. We need to wake up. Greatest single enemy to this totalitarian system is a free people. A free people who can do their own thinking, investigate everything, and have the ability to to confront the powers that be. And, of course, we were called, America was called, the land of the free and the home of the brave. We are not free, and we are not brave.
1: You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. (laughs)
7: But you always knew... that this is where you wanted to be, this is what I wanted. knew I wanted to be in show business, yeah. and I just happened to luck out, and things happened. I think you know, you know, you, if you, you know what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. deep down inside,
8: I think everybody does, and a lot of people just don't go after it, mm-hmm. you know, cause, and like most people start out, they say, I want to be a this, but I'm going to get that to make sure I have something to fall back on, yeah. and what you're doing is you're setting yourself up a fade, because you're going, there's a possibility that I'm going to fall back,
7: And when you put that out there, then you fall back. But if you just say, hey, this is what I want to do, and you go do it, you usually get your stuff the way you want it, man. That's what Um, yeah. yeah. Tune in every Sunday
1: from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on The Bottom Line with Joey L on the new Evolution Radio Network. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio.
8: Come experience life as we know it. As some of you should know it. Yeah, yeah. Place. Marcy. Brooklyn. Action. Well, y'all know the action. Oh, I got this he on my block, always clocking my rocks. He likes the style of profile, I think he want the mock, he likes the way I walk. He see my money talking, now honey Talking, I'm the hottest nigga in New York I see your tongue of pain, I know His blood boils, he wanna run With me, I know this kid to be loyal I watched to make a few wins, the cop His little sneakers and gear, then it's just Enough for re-up again, I see myself In his eyes, I move from Levi's Guess the Versace, now it's diamonds Like Liberace. that's just a natural Cycle, nobody wanna be like Michael, We're from. Just them nigga too bad for a gun. We out here tryna make our white in the cold green. I can help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Cause I could relive my days if you wish it's gone. That little nigga's peep. It's time to put it's him time on the pull my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they rub in my trail. Pick up my chest and make some zoom. Got to lock it down and when they run. I'm out here slinging, bring the drama. Tryna come up in the game. and add a couple of dollar signs to my name. I'm out here serving, just serving the peace Life could be better like my man reclined In plush leather seats, and selling weight I'm selling eight, bull sixteen Trying to graduate to push a quarters, y'all, I ain't gonna sweat him I'ma let him come to me, if he give me The nod, then these niggas don't see I'm tired of vegan out here round the Clock, and breaking date, and chasing Crackers up the block for my pay I'm staying fresh, so chickens check I'm trying to step up to the next level pushing bed vets through the jets, diamonds Reflect from the sun, direct in your equilibrium, my son, I'm waiting for my day to come. I got the urge disperse, splurge. I don't want a lifetime sentence. Just give me the word. It's time to come on. Can't hold my own weight. i in my ground. Got to lock it down. And we- they run, my friend, come on. And stick up my chest They make some loot Catch the it down and when they run Still on my own too Hey fella, I've been watching you clocking Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing, you the man nigga, now stop running Haha, <laughs> I like your style Nah, I like your style Let's drive around the way Cool nigga Here's a thot A g, I ride with you for free I want the long term riches and bitches oh, Listen to me You let them other niggas get the name, Skip the fame 10th hour, 100 G, keep your shit the same On the low, yeah. The only way to blow You let your shit bubble quietly And then you blow can keep it cool The only way that people fool Is let them show his hands And you play your card Then these do and I understand Don't blow your dough on hot The only thing I got in this world Is my war and my nothing Won't break up for nobody I like your resume Pick a day You can start From now until death Do right. what's part, time nigga time to come And hold my own weight Up in my crown Got to lock it down And when they right Deal I'm time to come on. And stick up my chest to make them loose Got to Got it when they run on my to my own weight my ground. lock it down
9: when they run on my to up. my chest make them it when they run on my own
1: 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L. on the New Evolution Radio Network.
10: Uh, Could you guys uh, please explain to the public uh, how the state of Arizona, which is a corporation, and you just said earlier, Joanne Brewer is the CEO of this corporation, how uh, do you, there's two sets of books. It's called the capital, the Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, and how you guys have a budget over here, because you have a budget over here, of investment. Can you please explain to the public what exactly the comprehensive annual financial report is, what kind of investments the state of Arizona is into, such as uh, Motorola investing in a, a private corporation, which many of you probably don't know about. Can you please explain what the CAPR is and how do you guys have two sets of books? One, you show the public, which you claim you're invested, and then the other is the investments which you never show. Which offset the deficit, which I have researched two years ago, that this state had an 11 billion dollar surplus, but everybody's running around claiming there's a deficit. So can you please explain this to the public? I think part of that. I think part of that question was just answered about the treasurer. What you have is you have we have what we call the general fund, where our tax dollars are collected, stolen, and go into the general fund, and then there are other funds um that are collected by fees in agencies okay and that, and those funds usually stay in those agencies they have to report them to us and then we have these federal dollars that come in and sometimes we don't get all the information on those federal dollars and where they're going and how they're being spent and the agencies have sometimes have quite a bit of discretion sometimes they have less discretion on there so what you do have is you, you'll you'll have the state treasurer who will take those funds and we'll invest those funds. Not all of those funds are funds that we have available to us that, that legally we can't touch that money because they're other, they're other people's basically money. Just real quick, could the deficit really be from the investments? Because the market went down, your investments, which the corporation made, is going down, and that's the deficit you're trying to cover.
9: Let me give you an analogy to bring this down to earth. Let's say, hypothetically, I make $100 a week. I tell my wife and children that our budget, that we've got to stay on budget, that I only have on budget $2 a week. I talk to my family. They see me doing bills. I put out a report on our finances every month. My wife uh, reads it uh, and uh, looks at it. Uh absolutely amazing. She is thinking that we only have $2 a week to operate on and I go over in a week I spend three dollars we're a dollar on our budget in a deficit we're a dollar in the hole what are we gonna do about it how can we stop this? we're in deep trouble honey you're gonna have to get a second job I'm gonna have to get a second job to pay for this now I could used a thousand dollars a week and said it was you know you know I told my family that I have you know fifty dollars I'm using a hundred dollars it's an easy number to understand That's what government does. I didn't tell her about the 98. She doesn't know where I'm banking it, where I'm investing it, where I'm blowing it, what I'm doing with it. All she knows about is my budget that is $2 a week, and then I've gone over, and I'm in a deficit. And to pay off that extra dollar a week we're spending, because our budget's $2 and we spent $3, because she doesn't know about the other $98 that I really made that week, she's going to have to go out and get another job to pay off that debt this is the scam this is the biggest game in town this is how they're running the whole ball of wax this is how they're ruling over us and the big news is get ready for this that they own over half the stock market that is state county city and the federal government uh... that they own seventy plus percent of xerox using an example eighty percent plus of Ford. this is years old numbers they own the majority of every publicly traded company of any size. They own almost all of the stock in the Dow Industrial 30, the top 30 stocks. They own most of the NASDAQ. They own a large portion of privately held companies uh, like Dell. They own a large portion of the stock that Gates hasn't turned loose of in Microsoft, in Intel. Motorola is almost completely owned by the government. This is the definition of organized crime. But yet they sell you at the city level when the city of Austin has billions of dollars, billions of dollars, billions of dollars of surplus. Capital Metro does. They're pulling in billions every year. They tell you, you got to have a tax increase or the schools are going to close. we got to have a tax increase or the potholes won't get filled. we got to have a tax increase or there won't be emergency radios in the fire trucks and EMS, in the ambulances. A patent erroneous lie now you understand why government is so-called privatizing utilities and privatizing hospitals and privatizing roads and privatizing everything because they already own it all any sector they start privatizing means they own over half of it within another five years the government will own all of the stock and what the people hold is going to be such incredible peanuts compared to it, it won't even count. State, local, and federal governments, school districts, water districts, like the LCRA building their giant complexes everywhere to continue to take your tax money and invest it in the stock market buy actual companies start their own businesses I mean think about this and they'll run everything they already basically do Think about the magnitude of that. They're telling you you gotta dig deep and tighten your belt to pay off the deficit. Forget the bills, things that they're slated they have to pay off in the future. All that's on the budget. They put all the losses, all the expenses on budget, and then tell you about the budget and never talk about the Comprehensive Annual Financial Reports and what their actual cash gross annual receipts are from turnpikes and sales taxes and fines.
1: Keep it locked. You're tuned in to the hottest radio network on the planet. Evolution Radio.
11: Have you ever stood and stared at it? Marveled at its beauty, its genius? Billions of people just living out their lives. Oblivious. Did you know that the first matrix was designed to be a perfect human world, where none suffered, where everyone would be happy? It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. Some believed that we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world, but I believe that... As a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. So the perfect world was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from. Which is why the Matrix was redesigned to this. The peak of your civilization. And I say your civilization. Because as soon as we started thinking for you It really became our civilization Which is, of course, what this is all about Evolution, Morpheus Evolution Like the dinosaur Look out that window You had your time The future is our world, Morpheus The future is our time I'd like to share a revelation that I've had during my time here. It came to me when I tried to classify your species, I realized that you're not actually mammals. Every mammal on this planet instinctively develops a natural equilibrium with the surrounding environment, but you humans do not. You move to an area, and you multiply and multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. The human beings are a disease the cancer of this planet. You are a plague, and we are the cure. Can you hear me, Morpheus? I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this whatever you want to call it, I can't stand it any longer. It's the smell. If there is such a thing, I feel saturated by it. I can taste your stink. Every time I do, I fear that I have somehow been infected by it. It's repulsive. Isn't it? I must get out of here. I must get free. And in this mind is the key, my key.
12: There are people that's awake, and there's people asleep. Mm-hmm. Now. Most people on this planet are asleep. So let's break it to the least common anomaly. Let's say the black community. See. We, it used to they say five percent. <laughs> no, it's like old point something now. That's right. You see, that's asleep. So you're going to be lonely because the simple fact that people are asleep. Now, how is this? You have a chakra system in your body. And these are nine wheels of consciousness. Most, uh, excuse me, seven wheels of consciousness. There's like 160 chakras, but seven major chakras, just like there's seven African powers. <clears throat> now, what has happened here to give you a scientific element of what's going on so you can clear this up so you don't have to go and be trying to holler at somebody and they laugh at you and they don't want to hear that shit. Because your family will beat you down and niggas in the street will beat you down. You're going to try to give them a message. <laughs> now. <laughs> Yeah, you're out here crazy. Now, the chakra system, the lower chakra is your sacral vertebrae. That's your root chakra. And that's where the majority of the people's um, consciousness is, on the root chakra. So the only thing that they can get down with is desires. What feels good, what tastes good, what smells good, what looks good, what sounds good. Yes. Yeah. You see, a love, the basic isn't You see, on that particular level, they are called the automatons, which means automation. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
12: They're moving, but they, they're brain dead. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, you don't even get into this particular consciousness that you can partake to understand what things is until you're radiating from the heart chakra. Mm-hmm. You see, the heart chakra. That's why the Egyptian, the heart, the scarab, the heart scarab was the most important. Even when you died, they throw the brain away. But it was the heart that they preserved. So that's another, that's where your true self is. But you got to radiate from the heart chakra and then you elevate on into the pineal gland. But most people's consciousness is in the root chakra. On the five senses, the animal level. Make they can look pretty, they have a Ph.D. with a degree. They tell you, it's only a degree of information. <laughs> you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, a degree of information, it has nothing to do with a person's behavior. Mm. Whether they're conscious or not. You see, it has nothing to do with what a person wears. It has something to do is where they incarnated down here on a certain level and they are radiating above the root shock and i guarantee you this right now even if some of you are just coming into consciousness the last couple of weeks or the last year i'll guarantee you you always felt special since you was a baby now i've been asking that question in my lectures around the country for for for, for, for 16 years and I asked everybody, how many of you all always thought that you were special? And the whole room always raised their hand. Hmm. You didn't know what it was. You see what I'm saying? But you thought it was special. And you always had a thirst for something that you didn't know what it was. And it was this model. Let me give you an example. When I, was on, when I was in college, I was standing up one time. I had finished school. And I was standing um, on the college campus with one of the coaches. We got to be good friends, one of the basketball coaches, Coach Holmes. He said, well, how do you, how do you feel, man? You, you've addu- you educated yourself. I said, man, I don't feel shit. <laughs> I didn't know at the time. I said, I told him, I said, I thought when I came here to this university that when I left, I was going to have some kind of knowledge. I didn't know what the knowledge was. All I know is what I, I went through for four years, I didn't have shit. I, I, I knew I felt empty. Now it was it was you know it was a couple of years later that what I was missing I realized was knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But I, I but but I knew something was wrong. You see, and that's what it is. You you always thought that you were you, you that, that something was missing, and that's why if that is because you were you, you were gravitating above the root
0: shop.
13: To the guys, what's happening? How y'all feeling tonight? How is it? How is it going today? Is October the 14th, 2018 in the aboriginal year, sometime in the 1600s, early like it's like 1602. I always forget, I gotta do the math again because it's been a while. It's getting cold here. I had to wear a jacket today. I was like, shit, what happened to fall? I'm going somewhere warm, man. Fuck this cold shit, man. I don't know about y'all, but I don't do
12: cold weather.
13: Right? I just don't. So I want to say peace to the gods. Welcome to the show. Call in numbers 347-989-0194 you like to holler at me, you can get yourself in the call line just like that. I'll take your call. So tonight, we're going to be talking about contracts. And, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people don't have the understanding of contracts that maybe that they should have, right? Because I mean everybody, and everybody, and I mean everybody. Yeah, I mean everybody. does contracts. Even babies do contracts, right? Because when you're born, you're automatically thrusted into a contract. We've, this is the reason why I playing a lot of these clips before the show. But so you can understand. I'm not the only one saying this. <laughs> right? If you get thrusted into a contract, sometimes unknowingly. We're going to look at this tonight. We're going to look at contract law because understand every time you put your signature on something, that's a contract. You can make verbal contracts. Those are called verbal agreements, right? Oral contracts. It's implied contracts, express contracts. It's all types of goddamn contracts. And people are miseducated. On contract law You know I was having a conversation On my Facebook right And I says I says you know White people don't oppress us It just starts in the mind first right We oppress ourselves And then you become subject to The idea of somebody's So called oppression You know and the brother says Oh brother you got the wrong idea I don't think you understand what you're saying now, let, let, let's, I want to look at something, because I want to show y'all some shit. Okay. Oppression. I'm going to read the definition for y'all, because this is important for us to get in our minds, right? Oppression can refer to an authoritarian regime controlling its citizens by a state control of politics. The monetary system, media, and the military Denying people any meaningful human or civil rights And terrorizing the populace through harsh, unjust punishment And a hidden network of obscurious informants Reporting to a vicious secret police force Hmm. Now, oppression also refers to a less overtly malicious pattern of subjugation Although, in many ways, this social oppression represents a particularly insidious and ruthlessly effective form of manipulation and control. So, in this instance, the subordination and injustices do not afflict everyone. Special law? Now, instead, it targets specific groups of people for restrictions, ridicule, and marginalization. No universally accepted term has yet emerged to describe the variety of oppression, although some scholars will phrase the, the uh, multiplicity of factors into a handful of categories social or sociocultural oppression, institutional or legal oppression, and economic oppression, okay? Now, the word oppressed comes from a Latin. Oppression, past particle, o premier, means to press against, right? To squeeze, to suffocate. When an authoritarian government uses oppression to subjugate the people, they want their citizenry to feel that the pressing down and to live in fear. If they displease the authorities, they will, in a metaphorical sense, be squeezed and suffocated thrown in a dank, dark state, prison, or summarily executed. See, such governments oppress the people using restriction, control, terror, hopelessness, and despair. The tyrant's tool of oppression include, for example, extremely harsh punishment of unpatriotic statements, developing a loyal, secret police force, prohibiting freedom of assembly, freedom of speech, freedom of press, controlling the monetary system and the economy, and imprisoning and killing
1: activists. So told me that oppression, that white people was directly oppressing him, right?
13: I'm reading this to y'all because I want y'all to understand the definition of the word oppression, right? Because, nigga, is you being oppressed by? The, okay, first let me give you an example. Right? Donald Trump is in office. Nigga, has he oppressed you? In any way? Like, let's really think about this. Maybe you don't agree with him being in office. Okay, great. Whatever. But has this nigga really oppressed you? Has he really stepped up and said, "Yo, you can't vote, or whatever y'all call voting, right, if you want to be in the 14th Amendment? Or, as he said, you can't get up every day and go to work, because they love the subject do that, right? The shit that y'all,
14: has he oppressed that? I don't
13: think so. What about you niggas that want to be nationals? Have they oppressed that? Maybe for some of y'all they have, right? Because they like to do that in the court. So you could call that a form of oppression. That's systematic oppression, right? That's oppression. But so nigga, what's stopping you from getting out here and making bread? Nothing. Nothing. See, oppression refers to a more insidious type of manipulation and control. So, in this instance, involving the subjugation and marginalization of specific groups of people within a country or society such as girls, women, boys, and men, people of color, religious communities, citizens in poverty, okay, and many more, this socio economic, cultural, political, legal, and institutional impression probably occurs in every country, right.
14: More than likely.
13: So social oppression is when a single group in society takes advantage of and exercises power over another group using dominance and subordination. Maybe white folks have done this through systematic oppression, right? You can call this social oppression. So the results in the socially supported mistreatment and exploitation of a group of individuals by those with relative power. In a social group setting, oppression may be based on ideas such as poverty, gender, class, race, or other categories. But oppression by institution or systematic oppression is when the laws of a place create unequal treatment of a specific social identity group or groups. So, yeah, I agree. I completely, on one hand, agree with the brother, right, because let's, let's think about this. <sighs> If you african american negro color or black right, and color can include other races of people you don't have you don't have to be um copper colored right you could be asian right or mexican they might classify you under color right the social oppression social 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 oppression of these particular people is done with social oppression. And it's done with social, economic, political, legal, cultural, and institutional oppression. So then we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, these, these particular people, what are they called, right? Because see, here's the thing, right? These people like to think of themselves as um people of color. You do realize that's a legal term, right? So but, but let me keep going because I, I haven't quite gotten to the contracts yet. But because we have to touch on this word oppression. Because ain't nobody oppressing you but yourself. Even with contracts. We're going to get to that, right? So social oppression derives from power, dynamic, and imbalances related to the social location of a group of individuals. Social location, right? As defined by Lynn Weber is an individual's or a group of social place in the race, class, gender, and sexual hierarchy. An individual's location often determines how they will be perceived and treated by others in society. Three elements shape whether a group of individuals can exercise power. Ready? Number one, the power to design or manipulate the rules and regulations. Continue to win competitions through the exercise of political or economic force what you think happened to our government in 1860s, right, when we lost the government. Number three, the ability to write and document social and political history. That just means, nigga, you have the ability to write the law
1: or what people perceive to be law.
13: So, yeah, in the sense that you have chosen to remain subject to the law that your so-called oppressors wrote. Right by, by willingness, because that's contract. That, that's, that's a contract. contract. Your willingness to be subjugated is, well, hey, it determines if you're gonna be oppressed or not. So then let's look at privilege because among some other political terrorists, right, the oppression persists because most individuals fail to recognize that discrimination is often not visible to those who are not in the midst of it. So privilege refers to a socio-political immunity. One's group has over-derived from a particular social societal benefit. So hold on. A nigga can can get a contract to go play football, right? You get a contract to go play football, you start making millions, you move to the suburbs. You move to the suburbs, say, man, I ain't getting discriminated against. I'm living good. Right? But then your white neighbor comes up and says some shit. Well, my white neighbor said this to me. Motherfucker said, you're the first colored on the block. Never had a colored on the block before. <laughs> I said, what well, year are we living in? So let's say that you play football and your neighbor comes up and says that to you. Right? So, okay. It was a bit racist. We can agree with that. Maybe a little insensitive, Right? but calls you people of color and you don't get offended. Government calls you African-American. I think that's more offensive than anything. What the fuck? African-American? You know, a real African-American would be from um, South South Africa, right? A white man from South Africa who moves to America would be an African-American. That's a real African-American. Okay. See, so oppression, so many of the groups who have privilege over gender, race, sexuality, for example, can be unaware of the power of their privileged hold, that their privilege holds. The inequalities further perpetuate themselves because those who are oppressed rarely have access to resources that would allow them to escape their maltreatment. This can lead to internalized oppression. Where subordinate groups essentially give up the fight to access to equality and accept their fate as a non dominant group. Whoa. So, you mean to tell me? Internalized oppression. Wait, what is internalized oppression? So, this is a concept in which press group
1: comes to the use against itself, the methods of the oppressor. Internalized oppression
13: occurs when one group of people recognize a distinct inequality of value compared to another group of people and, as a result, desire to be the more highly valued group. So wait a minute. You mean to tell me, and and this is quite obvious, right? Look at Kanye. Motherfuckers think that because white people have so-called White like supremacy, right? Which is not real. It's not
1: real. Supremacy over anyone. Got supremacy over yourself. What you choose to do. Maybe
13: your children, so they get old enough to tell you no. Okay. But it's about yourself. So internalized oppression comes because you ain't got self. That's basically, nigga, self-esteem. Cat Williams said it best, nigga, it's called
12: self-esteem. Esteem Esteem of self. I can't give you that.
13: The members of a marginalized group, right? let's call them so-called Negroes, hold an oppressive
1: view toward their own group or start to affirm negative stereotypes of themselves.
13: Oh, I had a brother... He said to me, he's like, yeah, you the last time you Bay." I said, yeah. He said, oh, you been in prison?
0: I said, no, I ain't never been to prison anywhere."
13: He's like, oh, these niggas with El Bay, I think they've been in prison. Wow, that's a hell of a stereotype. Where'd you get that notion? Oh, but we're marginalizing ourselves. We have an oppressive view toward our own group. And then we start to affirm negative stereotypes against ourselves. See, internalized oppression may manifest on a group level as well as an individual. one. So, nigga, we see this shit spread out. Niggas is is oppressed, and they're oppressing themselves because they think that they're oppressed. And then they start oppressing each other, and then it, it becomes like, you ever heard of group thought, group think? Groupthink, nigga, hold on, let me look it up, let me pull it up, hold on, okay, excuse me, or making decisions as a group in a way that discourages creativity or individual responsibility,
1: groupthink, nigga, people doing groupthink,
13: sound like an organization or something, right, groupthink, that's what this is, this is groupthink, so, like, right now, y'all all on the line, right, everybody's on the line, people listening, y'all listening to me, and we're creating a group think right now. Because either you're going to receive the information or you're not. But it's still a group think. We still are collectively here. So internalized oppression is coming from ourselves. So you can't say that you're oppressed, nigga, by a white man. Because guess what? Guess what? We live in a space and time where well, you don't have to be what they're calling people of color or negroes, right? Because those are those are people who are under socioeconomic oppression by way of law, origin of law. To so internalize oppression may also exist among uh, immigrants and their descendants. If the host community devalues ethnic origin native languages or culture the person may feel a sense of inferiority which can lead to self-hatred which manifests through itself on an exaggerated conformity within the dominant norms hold on but in response to ridicule an immigrant may attempt to compensate by assimilation and acculturation Ooh, so i know assimilation means that you become part of the society Right? You become a former Moor. They take the feathers off. But niggas don't want to wear feathers. Niggas don't want to wear turbushes. Women don't want to cover up. Right, We, we don't want to go back to Islamic law. We want to be conscious. It's fine. We want to do that. That's cool. I don't wear my face every day. Not saying you got to. But have a sense of self. Most of us, like I told the brother, we can't agree on a a common nationality. That's pretty common. What's your nationality? Oh, I'm African American. I'm black. That's not a motherfucking nationality. Stop playing games, bro. My nigga works for the government. Don't play games with me, dude. He didn't respond to my post. Because you know, don't play games, man. You work for the very people. You work for the very people. Who's subjugating? Who doing socioeconomic oppression? Why? Because they keep people in the fourteenth amendment. Ain't no full disclosure. You was the baby. That was that's the contract. Full disclosure can I get full disclosure? Did, did I get that? No. You didn't get that. Okay. See that whole thing people of color.
0: Right? I mean
13: (laughs) listen, you under what they call authoritarian government. Listen, author do you know what authoritarianism is? Authoritarianism. This is a form of government, okay? This is characterized by strong central powers. Limited to political freedoms. Individual freedoms are subordinate to the state and there is no constitutional accountability under authoritarian regime. This is basically what happens when you decide to be a US citizen. Because why? Why? US citizens can't use their constitution? Not not unless you um are claiming not to be. Or or listen. Yeah. Let me put it to you like this. Most people will never understand that being a U.S. citizen is a contract. It's like authoritarian rule. Okay. So don't tell me that you're oppressed, because we know what oppression is. We can look at oppression, and we can see, oh, okay, these people are truly oppressed. Yes. Yes, and I'll read it again. Oppression refers to more insidious type of manipulation, right? Now, it is the marginalization of specific groups of people, right? Just like me and Zona was talking about this, right? Men go to the club, got to pay to get in. Women go to the club, pff, ain't no problem. They get in for free. Is that marginalization? Are you being oppressed there? Yeah, maybe a little bit. You got to look at the bigger picture, bro, because I'm going to be very honest, man. Ain't no white man ever oppressed me. Ain't no white man ever stopped me from doing something. Only hate I ever got was from from, from my niggas, for real, for real. People who, who said they was my peoples. Now, yeah, I ain't going to lie. I got fired by some white folks. But there was jobs. That was business. Did I give a fuck? Not really. This is not oppression. You got the right to fire me because like I got the right to, to, to get up and fucking leave. It's not oppression. That you're being discriminated against, we can look at that. But you want to call yourself Negro, black, colored African American, that's a and You could be under that contract and be oppressed under that contract. That's called subjugation. That's that? That's straight subjugation. All right, so I'm a, I went off on a little bit of a rant. Well, we're talking about contracts tonight, all right. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna get into this contract thing,
9: because now y'all gotta
13: get understanding of why you're not oppressed. You really are not. You choose to be oppressed. See, this is what. See, I don't agree with everything Kanye West says, but when he said people chose to be in slavery, that was true. That that was true. People did. Why? Because that's a contract. And ignorance of the law is no excuse. It's really not. So you can be ignorant to this law, or you can take this shit right and really learn it and embody it. So we're gonna talk about contracts when we come back. Get in on the call lines three four seven nine eight nine oh one nine four and we'll be right back after this message. Peace to the gods. Mm
0: Tell you why I love it. Cause he is the true, that he is so real. And I love the way that he makes me feel. And if I am a reflection of him, then I must be fly. Because the light shines so bright, lie. I wouldn't no. I remember the very first day mm-hmm. that I saw him. Mm-hmm. I found myself with me me intrigued by, his by, it's almost like I knew this man from another life, back back then maybe I was his husband, maybe he was my wife, and here the things I don't like about him are fine with me, cause it's not hard for me to understand him cause he's so much like me, and it's truly my plan.
15: nature. Coming soon, 100% natural shape butter, natural moisturizer, just for the skin. NaturalSherbs.com. Come get a health reading, and find out exactly what your body is missing. Then check out the herbal elixirs that will get your body back to its optimal level. NaturalSherbs.com. Um, While you're at naturalherbs.com, get your fill of any one of the natural herbal elixir teas They have from 1 to 10 to target specific organs and areas of your temple. For your blood, lungs and respiratory system, male and female female organs, digestive digestive tract, skin purification, purification, shockers, rejuvenation of brain cells, respiratory system, bone and muscle detox. The power of healing at naturalherbs.com Get your organic iris sea moss at naturalherbs.com Get the most out of your body from naturalherbs.com You have to fight the constant attacks being waged against your temple Free shipping on orders $25 or more While you're at it, go over to MakeMoreCommerce.com and check out the packages they have to provide you with remedy. That's M-A-K-E-M-O-O-R-C-O-M-M-E-R-C-E.com. Go check it out right now.
0: NaturalSherbs.com
1: All right,
13: all right, all right, all right. Peace to God, we back. Yo, um, we're going to be in Texas next month. I don't know the date yet. I'm working on it, but we will be in Dallas. So if you want to come out to the Dallas seminar, Jonah Bay and myself will be out there. Come on out, holler at us. I'll be happy to see y'all. Come get this new information on nationality. We're going to be dropping this information for y'all. You know, there's a lot of benefits to being a national. I can tell you. I've seen a few myself. Still seeing them. Don't play around with your with with your freedom, man. Okay. All right. So tonight, let's let's, let's get into this, right? Because I we talked about this oppression thing, and I went into it, but let's talk, I got to talk about contracts, and it's only right for me. to to give you the history of contracts. See, the history of contract law dates back to ancient civilization. See, quote, I want to read this quote to you, right? If a man fails to fulfill an agreed contract, unless he had contracted to do something forbidden by law or decree or gave his consent under some iniquitous pressure, Let that sink in. Or some involuntary Involuntary Prevented from fulfilling his contract Because some Unlooked for, for accident An action for such Unfulfilled agreement should be brought In the tribal courts If the parties have not Previously been able to reconcile The differences before their arbitrators This is in the uh, That's in Plato. So, English contract law okay, was heavily influenced by ancient Greek and Roman law. Okay? Now, in law, Plato devoted little attention to forms of government, but recognized the same basic categories to canceling agreements as exist today. Roman law identified discrete categories of contractual transactions. So each with its own requirements, which needed to be fulfilled in order for promises to be enforced. So this general kind of what they call stipulatio okay, required various words to be used to generate an obligation. Or in a contractuous literacy it could be written down. Okay. So there were four categories of consensual agreement and four kinds of contracts creating property rights. So such as a pledge or a secured loan, more than appeared from the general rules in ancient Greece, Roman law, which represented an early division between specific kind of contracts, depending on the transaction's nature. So during the Middle Ages, medieval, English court system was minimal. And so a number of methods for restricting access to judicial hearings were set forth. So in local and manorial courts, according to the first treaty, okay, uh, by Ranope de Galliane, the Treaty on the Laws and the Customs of the English Kingdom, okay, of 1188, if the people disputed the payment of a debt they and witnesses would attend court and swear oaths called a wager of law. They risked perjury if they lost the case. And so this was the strong encouragement to resolve disputes elsewhere. People didn't want to go to court. So the royal courts accepted claims without a wager of law. And if trespass on the case was alleged, a jury would be called. But to access the royal courts, which were fixed by the Magna Carta of 1215, to meet in London, some breach of the king's peace had to be alleged. But gradually, the courts would allow claims where there had been no such trouble. Okay? So even though it was still necessary to uh, plead this, in 1317, a guy by the name of Simon rattles alleged that he sold a ton of wine that, that was uh, contaminated with salt water, okay? with force and arms, namely with the swords and bows and arrows. The court of chancery, okay, remember chancery is equity court, okay, and the king's bench started to allow claims without the allegation of force and arms from around 1315. 1350. Okay, so otherwise, a breach of covenant or breach of contract required production of proof of an agreement from a seal. This is why niggas started writing shit down, because niggas was all violating contracts all the time, right? Oil agreements was what people had, where they was writing shit down, and men was like, we got to start writing shit down, right? So, however, a claim was allowed without any documentary evidence against a ferryman who dropped a horse overboard. He was contracted to carry across the river. So, despite this uh, liberalization in the 1200s, a threshold of 40 shillings for dispute value had been created. The importance tampered with away with gradual inflation. People needed to go to court because they was getting screwed out of contracts. See, so contract law has always been important, right? English contract, see, I know common law. What do you think common law is? It directly from England. So, let's look at some different types of contracts, okay so, what is an oral contract? Because a lot of people make oral contracts, right? So, let me give you an example contract I'm gonna call you right back. That's an oral contract, right? I'm gonna call you right back. How about another one uh, I'll see you soon that's a contract how about getting married that's also a contract right when when you propose to somebody and intend to marry them that's kind of like an oral contract but an oral contract is a contract see the terms of which have been agreed by spoken communication so you're talking to somebody right that's a contract so To a written contract, okay, where something's written down in a document, oral contract is when you verbally speaking to somebody. So, in general, oral contracts are just as valid as written ones. But some jurisdictions either require a contract to be in writing in certain circumstances, for example, where real property is conveyed, okay, or be evidenced in writing, although the contract itself may be oral. So, an example of the latter is the requirement that a contract be guaranteed to be evidential in writing. Did you know that you could write a damn contract on a napkin? Nigga, if we had a contract and I wrote my shit on a napkin, my name, and you wrote your name, we officially have a contract now. All right? I can take that into a court of law. get that napkin notarized. Y'all think I'm no playing. See, the term verbal contract is sometimes used as a synonym for oral contract. However, since the term verbal could also mean using the words in addition to spoken words, the term oral contract should be preferred when maximum clarity is desired. So let's go to another one. We're going to go through a few types. Okay. So, I'm about written contracts. Let's go up to this one. All
0: right. So, what's
13: a written contract? So, a written contract, because most of us, like, okay, your birth certificate. Isn't that a written contract? How about when you go get a job? Right? That's also a written contract. Social Security card. When you sign the back of it, that becomes a written contract. A mortgage, that becomes a written contract. A credit card. A school law. Those become written contracts. Right? They're also some of them are also unilateral. Well, we're gonna get to that. So a written contract provides more certainty for both parties than verbal contracts. They clearly set out the details of what is agreed. Matters such as materials, time frames, payments, and the procedure to follow in the event of a dispute can also be set out in the contract. A written contract helps to minimalize, minimalize, or minimize risk as it is much safer to have something in writing than to rely on someone's words. So a written contract will give you more certainty and minimize your business risk by making the agreement clear from the outset. So what's the benefits of a written contract? Well, it provides you proof that there was an agreement between you and somebody, okay? It helps to prevent a misunderstanding or a dispute by making the agreement clear from the outset. understand? Okay? It gives you security and peace of mind by knowing that
12: you have work, okay?
13: Whatever that work may be. So, like, you might be having a contract for hire. You better know how to read your contract, though. Because what if you're an independent contractor? That's a contract. So, you may need to clarify that you got a status as an independent contractor, right? By stating that the contract, uh, what the contract is, what the services is, all of that.
0: That's a
13: contract. I'm sorry, yeah, somebody stuck me. Now, reduce the risk of a dispute by detailing your payments, right? So let, let, let me just let me be specific here, because I, I work on a lot of contracts, especially with artists. <laughs> if you're working on a contract, and you're going through that motherfucker, and you don't agree with something in there, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have oh, my God, you have the ability to rescind it. You, you, you can go back and, and change the contract. Why wouldn't you if you don't agree with something in there? They don't agree to give them terms to another. Because the last thing most people want to do is go to court. So a written contract is essential, and I mean it's essential, okay? Especially, like, let's say you don't trust a motherfucker. You don't trust him, you better have it writing, okay, where there's
1: any doubts.
0: So, you know, and this is what's interesting. A lot of
13: people, when we contract them, we contract every day, right? So you go out the house, you have a driver's license, you Mm -hmm. use your driver's license. That's a contract. Why? Because you've contracted with the state to use an instrument of theirs. I'm not talking about a musical instrument. I'm talking about an instrument, an instrument that they have allows you to use because they own the instrument. That's a type of contract, That is a type of contracts. So you got verbal contracts, you got written contracts. Okay. You got standard contracts. All right. Now, a lot of times people will go online, they'll print shit off, won't really read it. Right, and we use it for contracts. Like, this instance, when you get shit from me, from my site, you're supposed to go through it and read it thoroughly, especially if you're using it to create a contract. So when you sit at a third-party debt collection, that's a contract. You understand that? Okay. Then you have what's called an implied contract. And this is a quasi-contract, right? This is a fictional contract recognized by a court. Hmm. So the notion of a quasi-contract can be traced to Roman law
8: and is still a concept used
13: in modern legal systems. So what's a quasi-contract? What, what is that? A quasi-contract was distinct from a contract implied in fact. A contract implied in fact. A person's assent to be bound by an agreement can be expressed or implied. So in the latter case, assuming that a requisite formality okay, for a valid contract, is met, and, and we're talking about, you know, formalities could be, you know, basic principles. Okay? it's perfectly normal to have an implied contract. So the only distinction between a contract arising by express agreement between two people and a contract implied in fact. Is that the latter was recognized by a court Drawing inferences from facts Proved at trial Or by a notary How about that Because when you're sitting out shit They're not agreeing But then they are agreeing Because they're silent with you That that could be considered an implied contract So when the plaintiff is sued Either sort of contract Right Somebody's suing in law Some type of contract In respect, right? So like, okay, let me give y'all an example, right? Because a lot of people don't understand that you assume obligation with a contract. So a lot of times your remedy might be in your damages. So when you're being sued, or if you are suing, you must understand what the obligation of the contract was. Some people fail to to remember that. I was dealing with a lady who was doing um, her suit recently, and she was like, you know, I followed the contract. I followed the contract. I was like, well, let me see the contract. I looked at the contract, and what she was alleging that she didn't get wasn't in the contract. I'm like, oh yo, but you didn't agree to that in the contract. You can't sue for damages for that. Well, oh, but it was implied. Well, it was implied. Show me the proof that it was implied. Where did you have an implication, or well, y'all set out an implication that they agreed to give you some money, lady? But hey, that's what you believe. So, quasi contract, in contrast, quasi contract refers to situations in which the defendant is bound as if there were a contract, you see? So when the plaintiff sued on a contract or such a contract by bringing in action, what they call a debatuous assumption, that particular defendant was not enforcing some consensually assumed obligation, but rather an obligation imposed by law. You see? (laughs) Implied contract. This is why we have to understand contract law. Because, I mean, it really gets deep. It's like, okay. We're talking about every time you step out the house <laughs> right you go get a, a, a traffic ticket, that's a contract. They just contracted with you. They said we we, we, we want to sue you. You said all right, give me it, I'm gonna show up for your lawsuit. That's an implied contract. Believe it or not. That's that's it's what they call acquiescence. You're silent. But silence is acquiescence. So it means you agree. That's a contract. Okay. So every time that we decide to use our social security number, we contract with the IRS. And for those of you who claim you want to be private, but you're still using this number, I don't understand because... You're still contracting with the government. You you want to be a taxpayer? That's fine, but that's your choice. You're choosing to be under the king's rule, right, or what uh, Thomas Jefferson called mob rule. I heard uh, Donald Trump say that today, too. He says, democracy is mob rule, and it is. But you imply to be, that's implied, implied contract to be a U.S. citizen.
1: Contracts can
13: be a tricky business, can't they?
1: The mm-hmm. contract,
13: an implied contract, per se, is formed in the fact and the circumstances show the parties mutually intend to enter into an agreement. Oh, I know. We said, but well, what about the Baby Act, right? So the Baby Act is, is there. Yes, the Baby Act is there. The Baby Act is the contract. The Baby Act is what we're you know, essentially release
0: from that contract,
13: excuse me. The Fourteenth Amendment is the contract, but if you decide to stay within the Fourteenth Amendment, you're going to be systematically
0: oppressed.
1: Two thirds of the House is what it took to pass. You didn't have that, did it? So when we're talking
13: about group, and I wouldn't even say that this is a group thing because group thing discourages creativity, and we're not—I'm not going to discourage our creativity, right? But in a way, group think is when a, a group of people are together. Right? That are thinking alike. But it's a psychological phenomenon that occurs within a group of people that, desire, that desire, excuse me harmony or conformity within the group. It results in a, a dysfunctional decision-making outcome, right? So it's like, it's weird because, like, you got different types of groups. Right? You literally have people all over the country who are thinking based off of what's best for them. So, yeah, that's oppression in a way. So we do have our systematic self-oppression. We are contracting to put ourselves in slavery. Don't get mad at nobody else. I read to you the history of contracts, been around. Tyrant's tool of oppression, right, is a contract. Realize that, right? Wanna be a tyrant, you you put somebody under a contract. We got you then. Excuse me, I'm coming down a little bit in cold. i sneezing all day. That's a tyrant's tool of oppression, though. Straight up. from, like, like, and here's the thing about it, right? We look at the United States Constitution and the statutes and the codes. All of those are considered contracts in a way
0: because you're either going to agree to be subject under them or not to agree. All right. So we're going to go to the car lines. We're going to take some calls tonight. What's happening out there, and
13: um, you know, I'm I'm curious to hear what y'all got to say because to anything, right, and I think a lot of people for, Don't forget this when you're dealing in the public, right, and creating a minimum contact. And I'll leave the definition to you. Again, Okay, because minimum contact is a term used in the United States law of civil procedure to determine when it is appropriate for a court in one state to assert personal jurisdiction over the defendant from another state. So I did a number of cases that have established and refined the principle that is unfair for a court to assert jurisdiction over the party unless the party's contacts within the state in which the court sits are such that the party could reasonably expect to be hauled into court in the state. The jurisdiction must not offend traditional notions of fair play and substantial justice. A non-resident defendant may have a minimum contact with the form state if they have direct contact with the state, have a contract with a resident of the state, have placed their product into the stream of commerce such that it reaches the form of the state, seek to reverse the residence of the form state, or have satisfied the calder effects test. We have a non-passive uh, website, right? So I want to focus on part of it where they talk about having a contract with a resident of the state, right? Because even if you become a national, you can have a minimum contract, which is a contract. Because that's how they're looking at it. They're like, ah, well, yeah, you want to do that, even you want you want to come into this jurisdiction. Personal deal, personal jurisdiction, that's a contract. That's the court's jurisdiction over you. They can assert that, right? But then people, well, I'm not a U.S. citizen. All right, we got it. Assert that notion. But then remember that everything after that is a contract, just like the lady says. International principle. It's like like a rule of law, contract law. All right? All right, so let's take some calls. See what's happening out there. Let's go to nine three six four four six. You on the bottom line? Say peace to the gods. Nine three six four four six. You there? All right, we're moving on. Seven three one three three three, 3 on the bottom
16: line. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. What's happening? Give me a second. I have my headphones in and get them out of my dirt. Hey, Joy, what's good with you, man?
13: man that's all good. How's everything with
16: you? Man, just building and working, man. Um, I'm glad you're talking about contracts tonight. Um, I'm really trying to think about how to move forward in the situation. Um, about a year ago. I work for a company uh, I don't think it's in Missouri yet I don't think we're in Missouri yet The food place uh, called Zaxby's Right And uh, When I moved from uh, one store To the next one They told me that I had to redo my application So When I looked at the application They had uh, They had three categories They had uh, You know they had U.S. Citizen and They had uh, I think they had U.S. National and then they had uh they had uh American Indian, I think it said uh one of the, the American they had paragraphs behind it to describing it. And uh, I think the American Indian said uh one of the five federal recognized tribes or something like that. But they had another one, um uh, it was indigenous America, American American uh maybe I think it was still Indigenous American Indian. And it said, uh, people that was indigenous to the Americas. So I clicked that one. And, um, I had the same GM. He had moved to the store with me. So, uh, he wasn't worried about me handling my social. So he said, just fill it in on the computer. So I put in my estate number. So when I clocked in, I clocked in using my estate. You know, when we clock in, we put in our last four of our so-called social. It's the number when we clock in and out. So... I've been uh, using my state number but when I got my first check from it still had my social at the last four on my check now I believe that was just because they had it previously from when I was at the other store because these four stores was owned by the same group of uh, company so I'm crossing states I'm, uh, I'm starting to work I was working in Tennessee I'm finna start working in Kentucky tomorrow so I'm going in tomorrow to fill out the paperwork, so I'm thinking, I said, I still go with the estate, because I don't want to create a new contract, because I'm getting closer and closer to getting ready to try to go in for my nationality, so I don't want to make no fresh contracts, so, uh, I was thinking about going in and telling them, or giving them my estate, and telling them, I've heard that, uh, they are they 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 out. They, they also give out your estate number when you are going through a bankruptcy. Have you ever heard of that? Are you in the middle of a bankruptcy? I've heard that they issue that number sometime for that
13: sometimes they do <clears throat> but in terms of working, I don't really recommend that you use your estate number to work It's not what that's not okay. really what that number is for um okay okay. You got to remember that. So, even as a national, you're allowed to work. You just don't have to give up a social. You're not not required to give a social security number up to work or a driver's license. It's not a requirement. So, your state number. These can issue with system. give them a password or a birth certificate. You don't have to give them a social security number. So even using your state number, I just don't really recommend. Some people I know have gotten like licenses, like insurance licenses and shit with it, and that's cool. That's what you choose to do. But once again, I don't really recommend.
0: I recommend to it. That yeah,
16: because
13: that's not what it's. So. Was well,
16: so what would you recommend? Just standing on the screen, uh, just basically telling them I don't use social for what religious purposes or something like that.
13: You gotta take the you gotta take the law in there. You gotta take the social security law in there.
16: So where you're not
13: required to give that for a job. You can give other things, and then you might even want to pull that job bylaws where it says specifically what's needed. Cause you don't have to give a social out to work, bro. Some people a lot of people in the don't have social that's
7: what working.
16: Right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah, I, I really, I didn't know which way to go with that. I appreciate you clearing me up, clearing that up. I knew I, I had heard yeah, y'all speak on it. I just didn't know exactly where that law was hit. I knew uh, you were not required to show anybody your social security card. I knew that. I know uh, I've heard y'all say that before. I social just didn't security know exactly where the law was hit. Yeah, just Google
17: it. Okay. You'll find it. I don't know about
13: her. Okay. But it's, a, it's, Okay. It's, out there. it's only
16: the Social Security Administration law. All right, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, uh, I had another question. Um, uh, I don't know if I caught you in time because I was late trying to uh, message you, mm-hmm. uh, before the show. Now, uh, about I don't know how long ago it was you? You know better than me. I remember you made a post and you said, uh, you know, you said, uh. Um, You know more America's national You know I liked it and stuff And I meant to ask you something about it So uh, Basically I was trying to see brother I was reworking my declaration Of uh, nationality Uh, Back in the day When I did it I was listening to Taj Tariq Bay. So it's got more shit in it You know what I'm saying So I want to do another one And put it on a record at the registry I didn't I found out exactly what tribe I came from. I took some uh, I ordered a little peggy from uh Dane Colloway to go in the National Archives so I got to doing some research from where I'm from. Now uh my grandfather and his father they owned the same land. Where my great grandfather got the land. Now my uh my grandfather was born in nineteen nineteen. His father gave him the land. So we've been at the same 4-Day Acres for a long time, my family. Like, everybody on this road is related. The whole road. So, uh, I was thinking when I found out, I basically found out that, uh, I was out of the Cherokee tribe, but they pronounce it Yonesee. Uh, well, I'm really not saying it correctly. Y- Yonesee. Yonesee. But it's, it's out of the Cherokee tribe. So I was... So I was wondering when I identify myself Should I identify myself As a a more slash America's national Or the Yannisi tribe Or the Iroquois nation of the Moroccan empire Or should I just Keep it more simple as More America's national
13: Well I'm going to tell you like this And this is the interesting thing about it Um, In their record. They don't have trees, um, specifically. Now I'm not say- I'm not saying that there wasn't a Yemisi tree, but yeah. the trees that they protected the moors didn't name specific tribes. They 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 didn't um, encompass that. So you need to okay. stick to language that they use in order for you to get the correct remedy. So you got to use their words. See, it's fine to have a tribe. Like, right. That's like that's like saying um I grew up in Chicago on the south side, but I'm a Crip Okay, that's a tribe.
16: Right, 'cause uh, right, because South Side of Chicago saying? they they the folks. Yeah, everybody the south right. side of Chicago the folks. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know
13: what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, that's my tribe. Or like me, I grew up from Kansas City on the north side of the right town, right, and i came from I came from thirty ninth street the, that I came from the thirties, right, so it was a thing right. when I was growing up where all of the people who was blood was in the thirties, so that was they tribe that that could be considered my
0: tribe,
13: but my tribe still doesn't denote. Necessarily, what my nationality is. Make it, you know it's like my cultural heritage, my lineage. Mm-hmm. You
18: know what I mean, right.
13: So what you denote right. your heritage and your lineage and all of that, but honestly, you gotta use and, and, and this is and this is just for people who don't really know, but you gotta use. You gotta use more, man. You gotta use the Aboriginal. You gotta you gotta use one of the terms at least. Yeah, you know I man. I was get right. the because you don't want them to classify you. Even, they may have, yeah, if you look, they may have yamity under the BIA. And, but it may not right, be. Right, and it'll
16: like be yamity. an applied right. contract right there.
13: That's right. That's exactly what I'm saying to you.
16: So, you
13: may look and see that the BIA has the too, right? And then you'll be like, what do you see? Right. These look like pale Indians, right? They don't, look like, they don't look like me. So, not
16: <laughs> right, you like
13: me. So right, five say, dollar hey, Right, these ain't the aboriginal Yamasee. Right, they know that. You right. Know that. So then it's like, okay, you can't associate yourself with the Yamasee because they're on paper. They're going to say, oh, this is one of our federally recognized tribes. Right here. Yeah, he's a U.S. citizen.
16: Right. <laughs> you're right, you're right. That's why I said I'm, I'm glad you're going what? deeper into the contract law today. Um, yeah,
13: yeah because of what you associate yourself with.
16: So basically, the treaties is with the, the Moroccan Empire, right?
13: Yes, they was treaty of okay. Algiers, treaty of peace and friendship. Those, you know, and then and even then, even then, you you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> there's other treaties. There's hella other treaties, bro. <laughs> Sorry, somebody's right. texting me. Yeah, it's ne- it's it's other treaties. Whole bunch of them. So, yeah. It's a, it, I felt
16: like honestly, you. Honestly, bro. You, it, go ahead. Oh, I, just, I was finna to say, I felt like you, you the only uh, official <laughs> more that I know. So, I salute you, I salute you on this. So, I figured it, who, be, who better to ask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it's, so, it's, uh, some other, it's some other ones out there that
13: I know. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. But, it's some other ones out there. You know what I mean? And, right. and to be honest with you, this nigga Jones is a moor. He just ain't got his courtship done. But I've seen. Oh the yeah, I already know. I've seen the letter he got from the government saying he wasn't a moor. So it's other people out there believe it. But I understand I what you're saying. I've been listening, I've been in this shit so long that when niggas tell me they're nationals, I start asking questions. All right? I'll be like, nigga, what, to. I, what kind of?" Most people don't even know know the difference between a national and a U.S. national. So, you know, we gotta be careful what we call ourselves, man. That's that's important. Names care I'm about
16: that whole. I'm still studying that whole non-citizen shit they're throwing in front of it. I, I, I don't know if this a trap or, you it know what I'm saying? It, right. That's what I thought. <laughs> Citizen,
10: non-citizen,
13: national. That's all trap.
16: This, right. this, they
13: have they have a distinction. Hey, they have a distinction between national, non-citizen national, U.S. citizen. There's a distinction. If you look in their definitions, they make a distinction.
16: Right. I remember you and John was going in a couple of weeks ago, and like, and like he said, he was like, Joey did anything? This shit that you was reading, did they say non-citizen national, or did they just say national?" And they said national. They didn't say non-citizen national. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh so you know, uh like I yeah, said no I'm such just thing studying
13: it. Nash, no such thing.
16: Right. It's misnomer pretty much. Well yep. yeah, man, I, I I just wanted to know, kinda get an idea from you going forward and whatever whatever contracts that I make that I put out there, you know, is it better just to roll with the more the more America's national of uh, the um, Moroccan empire, or uh, just, you know, add be, be more Pacific or what. But like you said, I'm going to try to well, speak specifically I mean, to the ones we I got. I if,
13: if you've been, you been to one of the seminars, then you would have the verbiage. I'm not going to give it out to you on the air, though. If you don't have
16: it, you got to get it, bro. <laughs> you get a conversation with it. I
13: guess
0: you got be the
16: Right, right, right. Wait. I need to get one with you because I sure want to ask you. I, I want to ask you something now, and I know that I ain't going to bear to ask you. I, I sure want to know why they uh why they told you uh you wasn't a citizen the first time. But I know your injunction, boy. Your injunction was tight because uh, I've been listening for years, and uh, <laughs> they ain't want to fool with you just on that injunction, man. You done went through yeah, no, uh Border get, Patrol.
13: That's what I'm talking about,
16: What'd you say, bro? I didn't I
13: catch you. I, I say, I say, y'all yeah, spend a lot of time on mine.
16: Right, right. Uh, I know it's tight, man, because you're going through border patrol and they know what's <laughs> up with you, man. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. They ain't making no I, moves.
13: You know, this gotta just do that studying because it's like I'm not the only one, bro. You know what I'm saying? We all, we 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 all can can be exemptive. Um, I guess if you wanna, <laughs> if. Like if you want to say that, you know what I'm saying. If you want to call it exempt, we all could be there. You know what I'm saying. It's just a matter of people doing their studying, bro.
16: Because
13: it was a time when I didn't understand like that shit either. So,
16: yo, most definitely, man. I just want to salute you, man. I I actually thought you was older, brother, brother, than than you are. You know what I'm saying? So, oh yeah, bro. I'm only thirty,
13: man. You know, thirty and impressive, right? That's good.
16: Right, right, and I'm just, I'm on just, this, I'm just. I've
13: been on this information since I was probably about shit. I don't know, twenty one. So it's been a long time coming, man. But you know, everybody get it when they are supposed to get it. I I told people I had a white nigga that they gave me uh, my first information on all of this shit, and I didn't even want to look at it. I I was stuck in Christianity. So.
16: oh, uh, yeah, most definitely. My first teacher that brought me into this information realm. Would well, you played him earlier, Jordan Maxwell? He made me understand admiralty law in like 202011. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's like me and Jonah was having a conversation, and uh, you know I had sent that 8112 to uh, Akeem about a year ago, and uh, and then he told me it was good shit, and then Jonah rapped with me about it. But see, in my state, it was a uh, 478112. But basically, I didn't overstand it, so what I did was when I read that law, I thought that the uh I thought that my uh state registrar, the woman where I went to go get my cer uh my certificates of uh, birth from I thought she was the mediator. I thought I was seizing it from her, but all I knew was when I started doing my paperwork and I started adding certif- uh birth certificate they didn't want to do shit. But I, but I still didn't Overstand it because I thought I was the Holder in due course but I hadn't Did all the necessary stuff To be the holder in due course I didn't even Have the birth birth certificate Authenticated yet I just was Putting it with my paperwork and saying I was there so I guess the Magistrate just he didn't even Understand the law fully you know what I'm saying He just knew the terms I mean, he, just, he just closed the case he didn't want to Deal with me at all <laughs> So uh yeah, man, I'm still learning, man. I just wanted to uh That's
0: good, man. Go it, in, you uh, know it
13: take time like this nigga Jonas say it takes about three years looking at to fully grasp what's happening. What's going on. But you know, I got man, I got brothers I'm working with, you know, who just got in there. I think I had a brother come on, yeah, it's Friday a brother come on gave his testimony. He knew this shit. He only been in this for a few months. He won his right. first case. Now he know now he knows for his own self. You know, it
16: wasn't something right. I had to force them to come on the radio and, and all of that. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard the testimony. I mean, it's it's always good to get some first-hand uh, knowledge. My first, my, my uh, uh, well, firsthand experience. My firsthand experience was uh, doing a power of attorney from somebody. I was learning the law, and I noticed how after I studied the law in my state, evolving around a power of attorney the way I did it for uh it was a lady it was a girl I was doing it for. She actually had a warrant in another courtroom in the same court building, but she had to be in one court for something else and she was scared. So I said, Well look, just give me the I've been studying this power of attorney. I've been studying uh you know general power of attorney. That's the proper way to do it in court in Tennessee. So I had been studying it hard. So I said, Well look, let me just go in there and see what I can do. Now, the first time I went in there, I went in there improper. I didn't have, uh, I didn't have everything notarized. I didn't, have, uh, I didn't take it to the county and then the state so I could come in properly with it. So he told me it was a felony for me to be doing it. So I went back and did some more studying, and I, and, uh, I learned that I had to go get it certified at the state to bring it through the court. So what I did, I did it, and I came back, same document, just had a blue piece of paper on it. He asked me what I wanted to do. <laughs> His whole attitude was different The same judge So I knew it was all about procedure Doing a proper procedure with these people You know uh,
18: wow.
16: I've learned a lot In this last year Since y'all been going in on the nationality When uh, y'all told us to go study our local court rules Like I never understood how I could see in paperwork And not maybe not even actually a period court But when I Study my local court rules. It said a it had what an appearance was, and it said a written formal uh statement declaration that it it was accounted as an appearance. And I said, okay, there it is, right in the law. So it's all about studying, man. It's a, it's it's a lot of studying, and like me, my funds kind of low. But like Jonah said, when you when your funds low, you just got to study even harder. <laughs> you got to just put more time into mm-hmm. the study, cause the information out there. You just ain't, ain't nobody going to hold your hand. You got to go for it. So, uh, the I, <laughs> I appreciate it, bro. Cause I want my son to be where you at. My son is 16 this year. And before he starts contracting with these, I don't want him to have no contracts with these folks. I only, I'm working on his injunction now. So I'd probably be hiding it to you about his and mine because he's, like I said, he just turned 16, hasn't started driving yet. I don't want him to have no contracts with these folks, and I want to be able to basically teach him the proper way. My my goal is for him to never work for nobody else outside the family. You know what I'm saying? We got to get right. back to that. We, we feeding everybody else pockets and not even taking our own family. But I'm not going to hold up the line. I can't think of anything else. I want to touch bases with you. I just want to hear it straight from the source. And uh okay, bro You know, peace, of the gods, peace a, to the guys. I'm
0: gonna
16: uh God. I I I think I'ma go in like I told you tomorrow and just, you know, tell them, hey, I don't fool with the social. I got my birth certificate with me, so you know. <laughs> it's gonna rock All it right. like that. All right, let right, to the
0: up. All right, peace. For sure. Peace. Seven, three, four, six, eight,
13: six. You're
7: on the bottom line, peace to
13: the gods.
19: Peace to the guys. What's happening? What's happening? Hello? So good? Yo. What's going on? Oh, are you there?
0: Yeah, I'm right here.
19: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> How's it going tonight? Oh,
13: man. We here, slow motion. Taking our time tonight.
19: Okay. Yeah, have a couple questions I wanted to ask.
13: You
0: can't feel me out there. Um, What's going on with you? I'm, I'm doing good. all right I'm hanging in there I'm good <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chilling. This What's up y'all? Right.
19: Not much um, I wanted to ask Now When I open a business Checking account um, mm-hmm. I have an unincorporated um, Association mm-hmm. Now how do I get a good Standing certificate for that If it's uh if it's unincorporated. Oh, good question.
13: You get a DBA, and then you get a standard certificate for the DBA.
19: Okay. Now, can I use my private ID to open it at the bank? Because it's gonna be in my yeah. You when they try. ask me for the okay. You
13: can try. Jonah doesn't. Jordan doesn't
19: recommend it. Um, I okay. other
13: ways. But you can try. I like to use trustees. Okay. Okay. I keep trying to, I keep telling y'all man, y'all better do shit right away. <laughs> you
19: don't want to okay. follow later, so best to use right. trustees. Okay. And then uh, one the other question is, um, discharging. No. Mm-hmm. Um okay, I wanted to know who do I send the uh um, the instrument to Do I send that to the U.S. Treasury Or the CEO
13: uh, When you're discharging You send the instrument to the CEO send okay. To the send a copy. To the copy To the IRS You don't send nothing to the Treasury IRS does the bookkeeper For the Treasury Department IRS will send
19: Whatever you send them
13: I mean the treasury was send whatever you send them to the IRS, so you just forward everything to the IRS. Send all the originals to the um. Send all your originals to whoever you discharge discharging with. Send your copies to the IRS. Keep copies for yourself.
19: That's how you so, do it. So uh, so, um, so I have to send. Okay, so I send one. I send all the originals to, um, the CEO. That's what I
16: said. Send them
13: all to okay. the CEO. Send what you, what you got to do when you send everything out is you could always send a copy of everything to the company, but you're supposed to send a copy to the CEO to make the CEO liable. So that's, it's like a rule of law, right? The CEO becomes liable
19: if and only when you make him notified. So you got to notify him, too. Okay, and then I send a certificate of service with that, correct? Yep, I would. Okay, send it, send it registered mail. Okay. Yeah, because I'm discharging um some car insurance and yeah. an old T-Mobile bill that I had in the allegis I would do. I would do um,
13: so. You car insurance. You still got car insurance. I would discharge car insurance. I would do a quarter satisfaction on the T Mobile bill.
19: Okay. Cool. Are you still with T Mobile? Nope. I'm with their sister company, Metro. Yeah, do,
13: do a quarter satisfaction.
19: In I the do spiritual a satisfaction
13: name. Okay. I would do a quarter satisfaction on that one. All right. That'll work. Okay. Thank you Alright
18: Alright no doubt Peace to the God Alright Let's go to 619-655 Peace to the God 619-655
0: five
18: five. Peace bro How you doing? Good I'm pretty good man How you doing? Good That's um, <laughs> That's a I, I apologize I was uh I was just uh Speaking with my uncle About some things But um what is it? Uh, yeah, um, this is Corey. L. I, I hit you up on Facebook every once in a while, and um, I realized that I had the uh, the first, um, what is it, the uh, third-party webinar for the credit pools and everything like that. Um, yes. And I'm actually uh, about to put in some work with that. Uh, I realized I had to go back over and over and over the webinar in order to, to understand it, what to use the uh, letters for, you know, who to send them to and everything like that. Um, but I was actually really calling to um, get some clarification um, before I send out my injunction. Um, can you, you can put your businesses, like you can put a business in your injunction, right?
13: If it's in your trust. Send
18: me your trust. Okay. Okay, so I, I so I put it in my my nine eight or I create it with my nine eight and then or even eighty eight thirty two and do it like that. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. And um I also wanna get one thing clear as well. Um with the passport, and, um, you can use that with the injunction, like when you're driving and everything like that, or would you want to – I mean, I know the uh, IDP and the uh, foreign ID would be better, but I would
13: – Depends on what kind of passport you got, brother.
18: Okay. So just a regular U.S. passport, not good because it's attached to the social?
13: Well, like I said, it depends on what kind of passport you have. If, if you – If you're driving around with a United States citizen passport and you've only done an injunction, then on the federal level, you're a United States citizen. Technically, you're still a United States citizen. But if you got a passport that delineates the difference, then yeah, you're not a United States citizen. Because of what kind of passport you got.
18: Okay. All right. Um. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh looks like I'm going to have to go ahead and get that uh, IDP and the, the uh, foreign ID.
13: Mm-hmm.
18: Mm-hmm. I would put your card in
13: trust. So the way to do okay. it until you have your status completely corrected. The correct
18: way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm actually working on that myself. Uh, um. Like, I don't know if I told you, but uh, I, I'm actually, <laughs> I, I kind of jumped ahead when I first started. And uh, mm-hmm. I was, you know, not have to backtrack. I'm actually waiting for uh, my birth certificate authentication to come back from Sacramento. And then I'm sending it up mm-hmm. to stopping. Uh, so I can go ahead and get that taken care of. Um,
13: yep, that's a beginning process. Mm-hmm. That's
18: what you should be doing. And, uh, what's up? Now, now when you put the affidavit of uh, uh, ownership on it, do you okay? Do you take the affidavit? Because I remember you having a conversation. Uh, I think it was a couple, few weeks ago. Um, do you take just that affidavit up to the register of deeds, or how does that? How is that Cause I, no, you're gonna take the
13: you okay. gonna take the whole time. Take that whole bunch of to the court.
18: Okay. With the of uh, Ownership on it And then Register with them
13: And then Yep After you have got The like state And the federal
18: After you <laughs> got State and federal Authentications on it You will Okay Let's have both uh, Yeah Yeah no. uh, uh, I know Cause I Actually had to Figure out Cause you know California's a little Different um, You know It comes with The seals already On it But you have to Get a certified Uh, birth certificate, and then you have to send it to Sacramento and then to Sterling and do it like that.
13: Mm -hmm. Yeah, just get Um. it done in the state first, whether you do it on the county, then
0: Secretary Mm -hmm. of
13: State, and then go up to the federal level. Okay. Um. You got any more questions?
18: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking. I was thinking. I apologize. Um, I was actually because um,
13: you, you got niggas behind was, you now. Come
18: on. I already know. I already know, brother. I'm, I'm trying to make it quicker. I ain't gonna take up too much time. But um, now, uh, I was, I was uh, going back and forth with uh, Navient, um and they sent me the contract. Um, uh, it, it was a, you know, virtual signature, whatever, and um, so. They they uh they send it to me via email, so that's how I should reply and uh, send them all the um, the letters and and everything that I need to send them. Uh,
13: oh, they sent you a contract with your signature on it.
18: Yeah. Then
13: what I would, yeah, do, it, what it, I would it, do even a lot of people huh. a lot of people don't they, they say well that's not that's a that's a copy of it so what you need to do is do a recension of signature a rescission of signature send, send them. Send them back their shit with a recension of signature, notarized, to so be certified, and telling you rescind your signature on all contracts.
18: Okay, because I'm uh, corresponding, I guess, with the. Uh... I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: I just said nothing.
18: Oh, okay, yeah, I'm I'm corresponding with the um uh, with the CEO via uh, email oh. or their representative, and. Oh. Um, so, should I send it through the mail, or should I send it like do uh, recension uh, of signature? Um, like, can I use the same platform through the through the mm, email? You, you mean, should go
13: back. You should go back and you should go back and listen to the show I did on recension of signature a few weeks ago. But you need to send it in the mail. Okay.
18: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I figured. Uh, I was hoping I could actually supposed
13: to do everything in the it. mail, homeboy. You got to do everything about me. Right. Okay. All right? Okay.
18: All right, most definitely, man. I, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. All
13: right, no doubt. Peace. Peace. Wait, wait. Let's see. Uh, let me go to uh nine three six four four six. What's happening?
17: Peace. Peace. Peace, guys. Peace. What's going on? Yeah, that was me uh, you had uh, uh, at first, but I, I had my damn phone muted.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, That's the
17: word. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Yeah, this Yahoo the Air, though, man. This is my first time calling in on your show. Um, okay. shit Usually, just yeah. Sunday. I'll be so wrapped up and doing other shit. Uh, I love the topic. You so like that? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the topic man is is a is, is, uh, lovely man because you know contracts got us on anyway uh, I had uh, I had attended the, uh, the child support webinar I came had um, um, a few days ago and um so I'm starting to uh, like type up all my documents. And yeah, so they hit me with um a new uh review, right? The child support. Uh they sent me uh, information uh saying that, you know, uh, the case that came up like for the three year review. So my question is now is like, damn, do I do I like try to like do I do I try to like do a a, a motion to dismiss because they since they opening up the case now uh, with a review, or do I? Uh... Yeah, I would.
13: Yeah, I mean, if, if it's an actual case in court, then yeah, a motion to dismiss it. You're supposed to do a uh, what they call a uh, what they call it a motion to
0: quash.
17: Motion to quash. Yep. And is that in uh, is that in all the uh, state rules, too?
13: Let me see. Let me pull it up. Hold on. Let me see. Okay. So, um, normally a motion to quash is a request um, for the court to render. I'm sorry. A request for the court to render a previous decision, right, um, or make something invalid. Um, so you could always request the court to do that, right, and, and that that makes something invalid. Or you could do a motion to dismiss. Um, and I've seen both done. Um, but in order to to give you a better idea, I would actually have to see the paperwork, man. Then I could tell you for certain, like you need to do this type of motion. But normally with something like that, yeah, you can do a motion to dismiss. But
17: the thing about it is what did you do did you do a child support agency uh, so okay so check it so like um, this child support case started in 2014 and like uh, you know I was ignorant to all uh, you know all of what I know now you know so yeah I did I agree to sign uh, you know um, all the paperwork and everything and they've been checking money out since 2014 now Uh, They just sent me new paperwork saying, um, like, uh, the case is being opened back up for review for... um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, God. God. Did you you do a child
13: support injunction,
17: though? No, 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 no. No, I I never put one in. Like, I just found out about the the child support injunction on the uh, webinar.
13: That's what you need... That's what you need to do. So you need to send child support agency the injunction, and you need to do a motion to dismiss, and I would also put that child support injunction in there too.
17: You get the and child that motion support to dismiss. Yep. And now let me ask you this, because I was reading the rules today, right, and it was saying how, um, like, you know, um, in the motion to dismiss, like uh, you want to you uh, bring up all your points of defense, but um, – uh, so, throughout my studying, I was, I was seeing, like, trying to figure out if I is because that old uh, child support order is still into play. So, would I add the rescission of signature to the motion um, to dismiss as a point of defense? I would. You could, absolutely. Okay, and what about, like, uh, so the, the Constitution, all of that? I'm putting that with the motion to, to defense. Uh, I
13: mean uh most, yep. most
17: students as well. Yep. Okay. Uh,
13: I, I would uh, suggest that you get a conversation with one of us. I can be good to holler at too. 'Cause he he you know, he likes to child support Google. But I you know, we all good at this but I can tell you that when you doing this, when you putting that in, you definitely wanna make sure that you rebutting anything that was on the record. And if you need to rescind the signature, I would be redoing. I would definitely do that. Put that in on the record constitutional challenge with the Constitution. In. yeah, you stick to the script. It's like it's just like it's a normal case, but you had a little extra firepower man when it comes
17: to that child's problem, okay, but me doing that uh me doing that rebuttal because um, I can give show the rebuttal too in the um uh, in the webinar. Okay, so, but me doing that rebuttal, is that me doing the answer? Because I've seen if you answer um, um, before you do your motion uh, to dismiss, then you waive your motion. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, is that... So, is then that you do your right? mo- so, so
13: so so no, not, not necessarily, because it's about what the title is. Do a motion to dismiss. Uh-huh. It's the title. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, it's the title and then what's in it of course, but you do a motion to dismiss first. That's what the motion is. It's a motion to dismiss. And then you know, say so if you do that first, you're not waving your right.
17: Okay, so when you say that, do I just um, am, am I submitting that first or can I submit everything together? It don't matter long no, you we... That motion to dismiss is with the paperwork. With no, do
7: it separate. Do the, do, do the motion to dismiss. Okay. okay,
17: cool, cool. Okay, okay. Another, okay. Another, uh, another question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Another question um, about the Constitution. Um, and I found the Constitution online in this uh, uh, Tarleton Library or something like that, right? Now, it's got like a, um, a copyright number on the actual Constitution for uh, Texas, but um, I read it. It said like if you want to use it, you got to email them to get like um, permission and all that. But I'm like, yo, I j- I just want to print it out to submit it in the case. Like um, that ain't how it
13: works. Work. That ain't how that ain't how it works. You need to go to your state archives department
17: and get a copy from them.
13: Get a certified copy <laughs> from the state archives <laughs> department.
17: Mail them, and they ain't they they won't respond they won't. to me. you know on the phone with them. Oh, just just call him. I ain't never called him, though. I just start, you know. Okay, so just call oh,
14: him. Why
0: <laughs>
13: Come on, man. That's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get on the phone with that. Hey, I, I think you some money for this. I ain't even what's happening.
0: Get on the
17: phone with everybody, though. I see y'all. I, I see I see. I be trying to. Uh, hold on. You, hold on. Did you send them some money? Food. Ooh. No, no, it's just the uh, okay. Nah, nah, so much. Oh, Okay. So then, yeah, I, you I,
0: I, I call them, bro. <laughs>
17: what I wanted, like, ask them like, how do I, how do I get it in the email and all that? I told them what I needed, and then they never responded back. So then I, I should have called
0: Call them and Say,
13: hey, listen, I, I've been emailing y'all, y'all haven't responded back, and I really need a copy of this. Y'all got a, a right and a duty. And if it's still, they're still playing game, go to the archives department. Show up
17: in that pitch and go get what you need. Yeah. Okay. So in Texas, that's in Austin. Like, I really, um, I really can't move around right now. Um, my question is, like, what other alternative way could I get, like, a, uh, you know, a, a certified copy of that joint? Like, like, why you quick, can't you know move around? Huh?
13: Why you can't move around? Why you can't move around?
17: Well, because like, like, I ain't. I mean, I'm, I'm on the plantation. You know, my job drives took, So like, I gotta be. Like, I, I made it worse, man. Like, I don't get off until... When I get off, everything yeah. ain't closed.
13: You ain't got somebody that can do it for you?
17: Yeah, yeah. not down all the way to Austin. Okay. I, I know I said something about going, like, to the library, but I didn't quite... um. Like, when he said it, I was still, like, you, trying to... You can it you, you can and and I don't like... You can I don't... You can I don't like that I, method per se, but what you do is you go to the library,
13: you find a copy of the Constitution you're looking for, the year you're looking for, you had a library stamp it, then you get it notarized, then you get the notary authenticated. That's how that works. But I personally like going to the archives department because then you get you get actually get a copy of the Constitution.
17: Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I
13: mean, you know, you have to figure that out, dog. I mean, what state you in? I'm in Texas. I don't have a copy of the Texas Constitution. Um, yeah, man, call, call him, dog. That's what nothing that thing I have to do is
7: tell you to call him.
17: Yeah, a, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna get him, boy. Call. I, I ain't never tried that, um, so I'm gonna definitely get on that, man. I appreciate it, man. When you got some uh, some strong questions for me, though. Okay no problem, brother. Say peace to
13: the God. Peace to the God. All right. All right. What's happening, uh, Dr. said, What's going on? Peace to the God. Peace peace to the God. What you
14: up to? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, bro? Chilling. Yeah. So I just wanted to remind everybody to get on the show in the morning. It's fall break for me, so my babies don't have to be at school, so I can just sit and, and be all in tune. We're going to do some free reading. Um, so, yeah, make sure y'all are on 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here. You know the numbers. Shout out to Jonah. Shout out to Joey. The goddess of the radio station is on. What's happening? Come Come holler.
13: 10 a.m. Eastern. I'll see y'all there. Come get your free reading.
14: Get your free reading. You still want to get your real reading, though, because that ain't never enough.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not really. Definitely not. It's
14: like, it's like calling in and asking questions. But you still need to go through the real process, you know?
16: I agree.
13: I agree. Definitely need it. That's why we got the show on Monday. So y'all call me and show the sister some love. Make sure y'all get that spiritual healing, and that awakening. That's important. Go hand-in-hand with everything else we're doing. You
0: know,
13: you know, there's a spiritual contract, too. We didn't talk about those contracts, but we, we got those, too. Yeah. Yeah. don't you speak to that? Won't you speak to that while you are? But about, about the spiritual contracts.
12: The,
14: your your spiritual contracts are more complex than what you put in writing, and when you don't understand that, like by the that's why the power of the pen is so so important, right? So like. If you're making a contract, and, and what you got, what people got to understand is you go into spiritual contracts with every interaction. Let me say that again. You are in a spiritual contract with every interaction. So this is why you have to be conscious of making sure, like, how you're engaging with people, that you're clear, you're healed, you're not coming with no baggage, and, and for sure you're not taking on anybody else's baggage. So you have to be mindful that even, even the waitress at the, at the restaurant, you know what I mean? Like, you're in a spiritual contract with her. She's serving you. You're receiving what she's bringing to you. And you're, and you're literally digesting it in. The process of exchange is always, it's, it's a contract. So by the time you're, mm-hmm. you're moving about your day or, you know, your life, every single interaction, when you start to, to put that in your consciousness, you begin to move in your highest self. You begin to, to recognize that. And then you recognize when contracts need to be null and void. You realize when contracts need to be um, adjust, adjusted and negotiated because you're, you're, you understand that you're entering an exchange, and that's what a contract is representing. You're entering an agreement of exchange of services, goods, products, or energy. Really, and the same as true. On a spiritual tip, so if you're in a contract in a bad relationship and you're not willing to negotiate the terms, or you're not willing to make it a null and void contract, you are going to be stuck in a bad position. And guess what? There's spiritual courts that you still have to institute. To. You might not go before a judge literally because you're in a bad relationship, but trust and believe the universe, is the, God is the ultimate judge. And so you're going to still go forth. and and have to answer, you know what I mean? And have to deal with the repercussions and the consequences. So you might as well live your life in a a conscious awareness where your God body is always leading you. And When you do that, you recognize that every single exchange, you are in a contract. Right now you're in a contract with with Dr. I said, I, I called in and I agreed to the terms, which was to call in, press one, get on the line, give the message. You are in a contract because you called in, you've listened to the show, you've received the word from Joey, now you're receiving it. See, that's an exchange, and we got to make sure, and, and showing up in our God's sales. so you have to let it, you have to let it land and, and hear it, and I have to be vulnerable and let the messages come through. So you're always in a contract, constantly. So when you bring it down into this realm on paper, it is crucial that you understand the language, it's crucial that you understand the terms just like you it's crucial that you understand the spirit and the energy of who you are dealing with. You see what I'm saying? And so that that's that's, you know just a little just a little bit, just a little bit piggybacking off of what the show's been. The show's been dope though.
13: I appreciate it. You know, uh the spiritual contracts we be making <laughs> with each other. You know what I mean? We I think we you know we talked about this before, but these contracts that we make with each other, these implied contracts, right? Like, what about the contract of marriage, right? Like, how much of a of a contract is that for people, right? Because, I mean, that that's that for some people, that's almost like the ultimate contract. And then we think about how that contract leads to other contracts that people would create, right? So, I mean, I think that it's important that we cognizant. Like that
19: these should show up everywhere
13: in our life and the spiritual like just coming to this existence, right? This whole plane that we in, that's a contract. Being here is a contract. So thank you, Doctor Sid. I appreciate that. Thank you for um coming in and giving us some insights to what's
0: I'll
13: see y'all in the morning. Peace to the God. Okay. Peace to the God. Let's go to
0: uh, 813-443. chat me. Peace to the God. How you doing, Joey?
13: Yeah, how you? I'm good. Okay. What's going on? Uh, I'm just trying to, I got a couple of questions, man. I'm trying to find out um,
0: the best way to utilize my estate. Can I use it for business credit or should I just use it for personal credit?
13: Uh, I would use it for personal credit, and then if you choose to um, have a, like a, um, what they call a um, executor or a um, person who signs for the business, then you could use
11: the estate number. All uh, right.
0: Okay. I have another question. Oh, listen, you and Dr. I said I forgot
13: my other question, man.
0: Uh oh. Man. I don't know, Joey. I don't know. Go ahead, move on, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, man. Okay, no doubt. Child. All right. All right, peace, God. All right,
13: you remember? i right. if you remember, everyone, one piece of the God. Okay. Peace. All right, let's go to nine one zero three two two. Nine
17: one zero three two two. It's
13: There's more of a hand. 9-1-0-3-2-2. Yo, 9 one 0 Yo, peace. Huh? Uh, okay.
0: I'm going to bring
13: you peace. back in. Peace, peace to the God.
0: God. You got a little background. God, all
13: right,
17: all right, all right. You hear me now, George?
13: Glad to hear you. Hi. Right. What's going on? Yeah, man. Peace I'm, to the God, Peace to the god, man. I was just listening yeah, in, man. You know what
17: I'm saying? It's nothing to do,
13: man. That's all it is. Okay. No questions, comments? Good?
17: Um, Man, y'all you know, just keep up the good work, man. Peace to the god, man. You know, too, well. all. i was at the, Um, I was at the New York seminar with y'all. So, you know. Okay. Love, man.
13: What's up. I'm going to try. try to do another one there soon. On
17: where
13: no my job, on, but
17: I'll be there. I'll be
13: back. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, please go. All right, please. All right. Um, so that's kind of the show, y'all know. So let me see here. We got damn. We got a little less than eighty days left in the month. I mean in the year. All right, so we in grind time season, and I'm interested to see what happens. A lot of y'all, y'all appeals is coming up. We got nationality cases. I'm interested to see what happens. Right, um, discharge. If y'all doing discharge, it's a good time to do discharge before we get to the end of that that cycle. Right, They start doing books. Right, this is the time. So, um, you know, everything's contract. Remember that, because. Everything that we talk about revolves around that in some kind of way. Whether we talk about your spiritual contracts or your written, verbal, oral contracts. Okay? So it's important that we remember that. Keep that close. Keep that tight. All right? Yeah, we, we have a full understanding. we got to go back and listen to the show do that. All right? Visit me at makemorecommerce.com. I got some people who purchased some products recently. Um, over the weekend, um, some documents. I think I got a couple people who did. What did y'all get? You? I got some um, congressional records. I'll be sending those out. And I think I got a few people who got some consultations. So I'll be following up with y'all. Okay. Always, don't forget, you can always get your tax exempt ID over there at my site. A lot of people been asking about that lately. Get that taxes in ID that will help you with them taxes, okay? Or the taxes in business webinar that will help you set up a taxes in business. So start thinking about these things. I wanna start building that generational wealth? That's right alongside this nationality. We gotta build the wealth, okay? So that's what I'm here for to help you out with that. MakeMoreCommerce.com. Also go to NaturalReserves.com. We got some new products coming. On naturalsearch.com, I got a uh, few people who actually made some purchases recently, so we want to thank some people. We appreciate y'all support. Check my man Jonah Bay out on Friday. This nigga overslept, y'all. When y'all get on his show, tell that nigga stop oversleeping. Tell him get on the show on Friday. He <laughs> missed the show. So, uh, with that being said, make sure you tune in tomorrow. Check out Dr. Isaac. I right, should be live and direct 10 a.m. Eastern right here on the New Evolution Radio Network. I'm tired, of y'all. It's been a long day. My energy is a little low. So I'm gonna say peace to the gods. I'm gonna wish y'all well. Stand on your square. Need some consultation time. I know where I'm at. Holla at me.
17: Peace.
0: Yeah
1: the
8: Ghost writer Never listen to dummies. Motherfucking dummies. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. yeah These my trials and tribulations. My childhood was negative. Four of us in one
8: basement. I used to watch my mama get beat up. Nine years old, I barely could fix the heat up. Never fit the hand that fed us. I stayed loyal. We ran through the 60s. Reppin' the Casey Royals, that was around the same time. Gilbert Daddy got picked up. Beeped then up. we started brandin' niggas, then clappin' niggas. Clappin niggas. Seventeen caught an M like the flu. So what's the young nigga to do? I done done it, kept my mouth closed, told the detectives to run it. I ain't seen shit, no bleeps, no blunders, commas a motherfucker. So I know death's comin'. I done been in made peace with it years ago. Honest, why you think I ride with the yappin' broad day unconscious? One in the head with the drum on the bottom. I never listen to dummies. Cause most of these dumbass niggas don't care money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics love putting the next man down like they just relevant. I never listen to dummies, I refuse. I'd rather walk away before I lose. I'd rather spend my money on my kids, pay dues. I'd rather fuck over your baby mamas out of their shoes. Yeah, Teach my trials and tribulations I stay on the block, we afford zero vacation We don't complain, we just grind it out Keep the Mac on me, young boys be wildin' out uh, But I'm cold with the sight alignment If you pussy think I'm yippin', just pull up and try it uh, Plus I'm cold with my hands, that's the ultimate misconception If you think that I'm playin' Now back to the story, I grew up raw Nigga put his hands on my mama, I wired his jaw Reach for my hammer, my cousin would give it to me. Glad he didn't broad day. How'd they gave it to him, I'd have been like X-rated, doing music from jail. Live from my cell, but one regret I failed. No commissary, no mail. Just leave me be. I'm never pussy, never rat. It's Still the same OG. I never listen to dummies. Cause most of these dumbass niggas don't care money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love politics, I'd rather walk away before I lose. I'd rather spend my money on my kids' pay dues. I'd rather fuck over your baby mamas out of they shoes. Yeah, I never listen to dummies. Cause most of these dumbass niggas don't count money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love putting the next man down like they just relevant. I never listen to dummies, I refuse. I'd rather walk away before I lose. I'd
1: rather spend my money on my kids' pay dues. I'd rather fuck over You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L, where remedy meets preparation.